bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China will expand registration-based IPO system across Asian markets, and China's net sales stutter in January as subsidies end. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China will broaden the registration-based initial public offering system and include no trading limit on the first five trading days for new listings. Widely used in overseas markets, the registration-based IPO system, first adopted by the tech-focused star market, will now be expanded to the main boards in Shanghai and Shenzhen, the China Securities Regulatory Commission, the country's top securities regulator, said in a statement published Wednesday. China will focus on giving the right of choice to the market in implementing the registration-based reform to better promote high-quality economic development, the CSRC said. The Shanghai, Shenzhen, and Beijing exchanges have all conducted trials of the registration-based IPO system, with some having a history of as long as four years. These programs have had a marked effect of lifting the support of the capital markets for the real economy, especially companies in the science and innovation sectors, the regulator said. Currently, IPOs on the main board, home to China's blue-chip stocks, need a nod from the CSRC under an approved base system, and IPO prices there are capped by regulators. And under the new system, stock exchanges will vet IPOs with a focus on information disclosure. New listings will only need to register with the securities regulator, while the CSRC will only make sure listings are in line with national industrial policy. Compared with the approved base system, the registration-based reform not only changes the body of reviews, but also, more importantly, enshrines the key role of information disclosure, making the whole process of listing more standardized, transparent, and predictable. The CSRC statement said. Under draft rules published on Wednesday for public opinions, no daily trading limits is set for IPO shares during their first five trading days, and stocks are eligible for margin trading and securities lending on trading debut. However, stocks listed on the main board are still subject to the 10% daily trading limit afterward. CSRC added that candidates must meet certain thresholds and strict information disclosure requirements, and it will consolidate IPO rules for the three bosses. Guangdong's High Quality Development 2023 Multiple provincial departments in Guangdong have announced plans for the high quality developments this year at the recent grand conference focusing on the same theme. The Guangdong Development and Reform Commission vowed to speed up the implementation of the major project in the 14th five-year plan with completed investment of over 1 trillion yuan and to ensure that fixed assets investment increased by 8% annually, infrastructure and industrial investment to achieve double-digit growth. The Department of Industry and Information Technology said that Guangdong will accelerate the construction of 20 strategic industrial clusters and build three more industrial clusters with over 1 trillion yuan in output. The province's finance department said more effort should be made to implement a proactive fiscal policy by increasing government revenue by 5% and issue more special bonds this year. 
and the Commerce Department pledged to steadily promote foreign trade and investment and will set a 3% growth target for total trade volume, a 6% increase in the total retail sales of consumer goods and an 8% jump in the actual use of foreign investment in 2023. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future. The newly renovated Lowell Port, the last border checkpoint to remain closed between Shenzhen and Hong Kong, is set to reopen next Monday, shop owners at Lowell Commercial City reviewed, citing a notice to tenants at the mall yesterday. According to the notice from the mall's property management, Lowell Port will be fully reopened on Monday, which the mall will be back in business the same day. Next on Industry and Company News, China's sales of new energy vehicles got off to a shaky start in January with the withdrawal of government subsidies at the end of last year, according to the January sales data released by carmakers yesterday. The auto was the best seller last year, shifting 15,100 units, a jump of 4% from the same period last year. JC's Iron delivered 1,206 cars, down 36.3% year-on-year, followed by NEO with 8,506 units, a drop of 12% from a year ago and half that of December. Expand Motors sales plunged 53.8% from December to 5,218 units, while Ito, co-founded by Huawei and automaker Ceres, jumped 450% to 4,475 units. Lead Motor performed the worst, with sales plummeting 86% year-on-year to just 1,139 cars, the biggest yearly fall of all the electric car makers, following Geely Seeker with 3,116 deliveries. Jiangsu Yue Medical Equipment and Supply, a major Chinese medical devices supplier, was fined 2.7 million yuan by local regulators for hiking oximeter prices during the peak of the COVID-19 wave late last year. Yue's Medical's average price for oximeters, which measured the blood oxygen levels, was 231.78 yuan per unit last December, a 132% markup on November, while the average cost of warehousing just increased by 47%, the penalty document showed yesterday. Chinese long-form video platform ITE has been sued by a user in Guangdong on January 31 for restricting access to high-definition screencasting among its paid membership. The Beijing Internet Court has recently filed the case. ITE said on its official Weibo account on Wednesday that the firm has received a notice of respondents to the lawsuit and will treat it seriously. Chinese internet company NetEase's first large big data center began construction on Wednesday in Guian New Area in southwest China's Guizhou province. The center will cover a total area of 109 mu, with the number of standard racks and servers expected to reach 10,000 and 100,000 respectively, generating 450 million yuan in operating revenue. The first phase of the project is estimated to enter trial operation in September. 
Switching gears to financial news, China's yuan jumped to a more than two-week high against a falling U.S. dollars on Thursday. Prior to market opening, the People's Bank of China set the midpoint rate at 6.7130 per dollar, 362 pips firmer than the previous fix, the strongest since July 2022. In the spot market, the onshore yuan also strengthened as far as 6.7007 in the morning, its strongest level since January 16. Online lender Lufax, backed by China's biggest insurer P9 Insurance, has filed an application to list by way of introduction in Hong Kong, which does not involve raising new funds. Listed in New York in 2020, the fintech firm said it ranks second among non-traditional financial service providers for small business owners in China. And wrapping up with a quick look at stock markets, Chinese stocks closed mixed on Thursday, with the benchmark Shanghai Composite ended nearly flat, while the Shenzhen component fell 0.2%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index fell 0.5% after a late sell-off, and the tech index closed flat. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.